Today's daf is daf Lamed Zayin. We're holding at the Mishnah on Lamed Vav Amud Beis. So the Mishnah, Kol Mitzvah Sheitluya Ba'aret. Any mitzvah that's dependent on the land. We will clarify what it means that a mitzvah is dependent on the land in the, in the upcoming Gemara. So then, Einer Hagas Elav Aretz, and that is a mitzvah that is only required it to be performed in Eretz Yisrael. Sheinet Luya Ba'aret. If it's not dependent on the land, then it's Nahegat Bein Ba'aretz Bemechutz Aretz. Then it is. It's, it's called it's, really a, 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 it's a mitzvah that has to be done both in and out of Eretz Yisrael. There are, according to Tanakhama, we find two exceptions. Chutz mina orla vekilaim. Except for orla means that if you planted a, a a fruit tree, so the first three years you are not allowed to eat even outside. the even outside orla is even outside of Eretz Yisrael. The fourth year it can only be eaten in Eretz Yisrael, and the fifth year you can eat wherever you want. But that din is applied bein be'aretz bein bechutz la'aretz. And kilayim, there's different forms of kilayim. The ones we're talking about here is mixed breeding species of 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 produce that you're not allowed to bring two different fruits and together to make a uh, uh, a what's his name a, a, a third one. That's what it is referencing. So so that that those two mitzvahs apply both ba'aretz bein ve'chutz la'aretz. Okay, now. He says, I include in the list, now which list is going to be subject to a discussion in the Gemara? Is it the list that of which applies both in Eretz Yisrael and Chutz or is he going back on the beginning of the Mishnah? I included the list of things that only apply in Eretz Yisrael and not outside Eretz Yisrael. He includes Chadash. Now Chadash, we know, is any any any, any of the a grain that takes root after Pesach is prohibited till the next Pesach. Right, the next Pesach, the second day of Pesach, it's already considered Yashan. Right, when you see bakeries that have a sign that our produce is Yashan, it's not disparaging what they're selling. What it means is that they're all, they're makbed on the law of Chadash, and that all the grain that is being sold, all the flour that's being sold to make their, their, their breads and their cakes are coming from grain that had already, that, that is, is, is taken root. From before the last Pesach, that's what it basically it is. And, and, and Rabbi Lezer is making a statement that I include in the list Chadash. Now, which list we're going to have to discuss. Now, the one I want to first clarify, what does it mean that a mitzvah is Tluy Ba'aretz and not Tluy Ba'aretz? That's a very important, you're setting forth a principle. Tluy Ba'aretz in Eretz Yisrael, not Tluy Ba'aretz, Ben Ba'aretz, Ben Ba'aretz. What does it mean Tluy Ba'aretz? So my Tluya, Masha Eina Tluya. So the initial understanding is as follows, is that there are a number of mitzvahs in the Torah that says, when you come to the land, kisavo ela oretz, right? Or some form of permutation of that expression. So the Gemara assumes right now, that's what it means, tchuyuba oretz. It means when the Torah states, when you come into the land, so those are the mitzvahs that are only mechayev in Eretz Yisrael. But if you didn't express kisavo ela oretz, then it's chayev ben ba'aretz ben ruchutz oretz. The Gemara assumes maybe that's what the Tanakhama is referencing. So my tluya, my she'en tluya, if you say tluya d'chsiba when it says when you come to the land, she'en tluya, but, um, and when it's not tluya ba'aretz, is l'chsiba bia, when it does not say when you come to the land. The problem with that is we have in one of the parashas, Kadesh Nikol Bechor of the, of the tefillin, is we have in the Kadesh uh, Nikol uh, it says, Kisavo, when you come to the land, then you start doing Tefillin and Petarechem. Now we know Tefillin and Petarechem is Noag not only in Eretz Yisrael, it's Noag in Chutz Laaretz as well. Rashi brings down and says, we see many Amaroyim that wore Tefillin outside of Eretz Yisrael. So clearly, uh, Tefillin is not a mitzvah that's Toloi. 
in Eretz Yisrael. Even though it says when you come to the land, so it can't be that the principle of whether it means is where it says in the Torah because what about tefillin then? What about betarechem? Betarechem is the firstborn animal that you have to give to bring as a korban. Now, so Amr of Yehuda, Amr of Yehuda said, this is the pshat. Very interesting. Rabbi Yehuda is the one in the last on Chavtes explained what it means. Mitzvah ben Alaav. Right. He said he's the one who's clarifying with the Mishnah. What pshat in the Mishnah? He says called mitzvah chovas aguf. He says we have two categories over here. If it's a mitzvah that's incumbent on the person, chovas aguf means this is put on you, on your body. You are the one that's responsible. Then it has nothing to do with whether it's in Eretz Yisrael or outside of Eretz Yisrael. You have a chovas aguf. Bein ba'aretz chayim bein chutz la'aretz. But if it's an agricultural mitzvah, it's a mitzvah that's totally in the land, then it's only chayiv in Eretz Yisrael. It's not chayiv outside of Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, Now, Rashi says, very interesting. Rashi, take a look. It's very interesting this Rashi. Chayvah saguf. Take a look. What does chavaz aguf means? It means it's not dependent on the land. It's not dependent on the on the on, on the on the, uh, the 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 earth. Not anything that's a byproduct of the earth uh, uh, that grows from the earth. It's on the uh, the person's body himself. Kegain Shabbos Tfilin Avodas Kachavim Peter Chamor Mila Arise to the consanguous relationships. Those are Chovas Haguf. That's on the person. Whereas what's Chovas Karka? Shumatelas Al Karka. That the obligation is. There's an obligation on the land itself. Right, it's an agricultural mitzvah, or anything that grows from the land. Kagon trumas and maestras and chala and leket and shechah and peya and shviyas and chadash and arla and kilayim. So that is now that becomes the, the 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 two categories that we're discussing. Is it an agricultural mitzvah? If it's an agricultural mitzvah, what? Only in Eretz Yisrael. If it's a mitzvah that's on the person, everywhere. everywhere. Except the Tanakhama says there's two exceptions to that rule. The two exceptions the Tanakhama said was Orla and Kilaim. Rabbi Lezer shows up and says, Af, he says, even Chadash, and we'll have to see which, uh, who is he adding, which list is he adding to, which category is he adding to. All right, so let's see inside. Now, Mnanamili, where do we see this? Where in the Torah is there any allusion to the fact that there's a difference between an agricultural mitzvah and a mitzvah that is incumbent on the person himself? So why is this like this? The Tanah Rabbanu went in a brisa. Now, just take a look in Torah or Ashalim. I'm going to say the whole pasuk over here. This is a pasuk in Sefer Devarim. It says, "Ela Chukim." These are the statutes from Mishpatim and the laws Asher Tishmeru that you have to safeguard Lassos to perform. All right. Now that first half of the uh, of the pasuk clearly states that what mitzvahs are we talking about? It's on the land that where? Which means, so what's it talking about? Mitzvahs that are in, that's the first half of that passage. But then look at the second. You have to do it all the days that you live on earth. Now what does that seem to imply? That's anyway. So we have a contradiction. How do you understand this pasuk? Right? That's what the Gemara is going to bring down as the source that there is a distinction between mitzvahs that are chayva saguf and mitzvahs that are mutal that are chayva on the land. Okay, that's what we're going to show. 
So Moya says like this. Nachamol. The Tanah Rabbanu learned in a brisa. Ela chukim. Chukim are midrasha. It's very interesting. Midrasha means these are the, are, the, are the laws that the rabbis had to find a source through darshaning the psukim that you would not have thought of intellectually on your own. Hamishpatim, what a mishpatim. Ela dinim. These are the, the, the laws. Usually dinim means financial laws, monetary laws. All right. Asher tishmerun, that you have to safeguard. Now, what does it mean, Asher tishmerun? Zoom Mishnah, that's what you come through the studying of the Mishnah and Gemara. Through the studying of the Mishnah and Gemara, you learn how to safeguard these laws. Lassos, what does the last thing lassos mean? Zumasa, that refers to the actual performance of the mitzvah. Okay, these are the, the, the right. Now, so ba'aretz, so the says in the in, in the in the land, the land's mashma. So it's in Eretz Yisrael. Now, Yachol, you might think that all the chukim, all the mishpatim that you have to learn about and you have to perform, kol mitzvahs kulan lo yunagas elabaaretz means you only have to keep mitzvahs. There's takah such a ramban that the chiyuv mitzvahs only start in. And Eretz Yisrael, Talmud Leimer, Kol Hayomim. Kol Hayomim means, Kol Hayom HaShatev Chaim Al Adama. That implies, that's the second half of the Pasuk, all the days that you live on earth, which is implies that these mitzvahs apply, Bein Ba'aretz, Bein Ba'chutzlaretz. E Kol Hayom HaShatev, if you only look at the second half of the Pasuk, all right, so then, then Yachal Yunagin, Bein Ba'aretz, Bein Ba'chutzlaretz, maybe all mitzvahs have to be kept both in Eretz Yisrael and outside Eretz Yisrael. Talmud Lama, the Bozik says, the first half, Ba'aretz, the first half of the Bozik says, only in Eretz Yisrael. So how do you reconcile the first clause with the second clause, right? So therefore, we have here one of the Yud Gimel Midos. I believe it's the last one. The Yud Gimel Midos, what's the, what's the last one? The last of the Yud Gimel Midos is, Dabar Alamed Binyono, that if you have a question, how to understand a Bozik, then look into the surrounding Indian. Look into the Indian and from something there's an indication from the context of the book, it'll tell you how to explain this. How does that help us over here? He says, um, since we have on one hand, the second half of the Pasuk, which is being inclusive, both in Eretz Yisrael and outside of Eretz Yisrael, umir, the first half of the Pasuk, which is which limiting the mitzvahs only to Eretz Yisrael itself, save Elamad, right, the Haggadah, Go out and learn what is written in the context of the Pasuk itself. What does it say in the context of the Pasuk itself? It says, You have to destroy this Avodah Zorah. You have an obligation that you are living in a place and there is Avodah Zorah there. You have to uproot and destroy all the Avodah Zorah. That they serve over there. Now, now that Lechora is not totally to getting rid of Avodah Zorah and not being around Avodah Zorah. It's not totally being only in Eretz Yisrael. That wherever you live, you should not have Avodah Zorah, which is, that's the, that's the clause. That is the, um, that, that, that mitzvah is right after the Pasuk, at the end of the Pasuk, which means that the second half of the Pasuk, which says that you have an obligation to do the mitzvahs both, wherever you live on earth, both in Eretz Yisrael and outside of Eretz Yisrael, what is the Pasuk that's given, what is the next Pasuk that's the Chorah, the example of what type of mitzvah is it? Avodah Zorah. And Avodah Zorah is a Chovah Saguf. 
What does it mean? That the Chavaz Gabbai means everywhere, wherever you live. So therefore, now we understand the first half of the Pasuk that says only in Eretz Yisrael, that's when it's not a Chavaz Agav, that's when a Chavaz Karka, that's when an obligation on the land. The second half of the Pasuk that applies everywhere is like Avodah Zorah, where it's considered to be a Chavaz Agav. That's how we're learning. So Ma'avaraz Kachavim Yuchad is what's unique characteristic about a Chavaz Agav that is impl- that is something that is obligate, uh, the obligation on the person itself. No Hegaz Bein Ba'arz Bein Bechutz Aretz. Right? Av Kol Chavaz Agav. So to all things that are is a goof, no heck is bain bars bain lechutzlarz. Okay, let's go weiter. Now the Mishnah said that the Tanakama said the only exception to these two categories is Orla and Kalayim. How are they uh, exceptions? Because even though you would think at first glance, what kind of mitzvahs are they? Karka, it should only be in Eretz Yisrael. He holds that for, for some reason, we'll see, that applies both in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutz Laaretz. Now, then the Gemara brings down the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer, Now, what the Gemara is going to want to know is, what is he adding? Is he saying, that basically the Tanakhama said these two and nothing else? And Rabbi Eliezer shows up, he says, no, I'm being lenient. I hold there's a third mitzvah that, uh, I'm sorry, I'm being, I'm being I'm stringent. There's a third mitzvah that applies not only in Eretz Yisroel, but applies in Chutz Laaretz. means he's being machmir on the Tanakam. The Tanakam, only those two are the exception, and he's adding a third. Or he's actually being lenient. Why? Because we're going to see the Tanakam, we're going to see how you see this in the Tanakam. The Tanakam said that for sure, that, that, that Orla and Kalayim apply everywhere, and he holds, and for sure, Chadash applies everywhere. And what Rabbi Eliezer is coming along and saying, no, I don't agree with you. Chadash does not apply everywhere. Ava Chadash is in the first category. It's a mitzvah tzuluya ba'aretz, and it only applies in Eretz Yisrael. So we're going to have to see how to understand Rabbi Eliezer, and we're going to bring a proof for it. So let's see. All right. So Yibayilahu, the Bnei Yeshiva, asked the following Shilom. Rabbi Eliezer, Lekula Polig, is he coming to disagree with the Tanakama and he's going lenient, which means he's adding to the list of the Tanakama that he holds, I'm sorry, that means that he's not, that he holds that the Tanakama, for some reason, we'll have to see how to read it, Tanakama holds that even Chadash applies both Ba'aretz, Ben Bechutz Ba'aretz, and he's saying, no, I don't agree with you. I hold that Chadash belongs in the first category and I'm being lenient and it's only in Eretz Yisrael, it does not apply in Chutz Ba'aretz. Or is he coming to argue lechumra? The Tanakama held specifically, like the simple pshat is mashma. Only these two, and what's Rebbe Leizer adding? Chadash as well is ben ba'az ben chutz. If you hold that, then he's being lechumra. Why is he being lechumra? Because he's saying Chadash also applies in chutz la'aretz as well. So therefore, lechumra pal. Bahachikam. Now the one explains it there for us. Tanakama chutz mina orla mina kelayim dechazeg mirlo. Tanakama holds that chadash. That chutz mina orla mina kelayim. That orla and kelayim hilchazeg mirlo. Now Rashi learns a very interesting. Rashi learns hilchazeg mirlo is that orla is halacha mosh misina. What's the halacha mosh misina? That even though you would think orla is only in chutz in in, in Eretz Yisrael, but the halacha mosh misina comes and tells you the chutz arts and kelayim. Rashi says midrabbonah divrei sofrim. That's what Raha Rashi explains that the Hilchah Sovet. That the Bidra that means the rabbis came along for once or whatever reason and said that you have to keep Orla also in, right? Even though those two, you could argue, they are Chavaz Karkahi, and therefore they should only be done in Israel. About Chadash, but what does the Tanakh hold about Chadash? Chadash clearly is a Chavaz Karka, it's the agricultural mitzvah, and therefore what? Right? And my timer, and what's the reason? Why is the Tanakh adamant 
that Chadash should only be done in Eretz Yisrael because it does say by Chadash, it says, wherever you live. Now, the word could also mean the lotion of settling. Your Moshe, the place you settle. And the Tanakhama holds is that Moshevasechem, whenever the Torah uses the word Moshevasechem, it means after you conquered and settled the land, 14 years, it took you to conquer and settle the land, now you have the obligation of keeping the mitzvah, which is clearly then it's totally in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, that by my time, the Moshe of La'acha Yerushvishiva Mashma, that Moshevasechem doesn't mean wherever you live, it means after you've settled and conquered the land, conquered and settled the land, that's what it's referencing. And therefore, the Tanakhama holds the only exceptions to the rule are Kilaim and Orla, but Chadash clearly, first of all, it's Mitzvah Tolib Arts, and second of all, use the word Mashvasechim over there, which according to Tanakhama means after you've settled the land 14 years in, right after Gilgal, when they moved to Shiloh, and they, right, that's when you start having to keep Chadash. That's how we understood. For us, Rabbi Eliezer, and Rabbi Eliezer says, Av Chadash not Ben Barz Ben Chusos. And Rabbi Eliezer disagrees with Tanakhama. He says that there's not only two exceptions to the rule, I hold there's a Chumrah, there's a third exception to the rule, right? Why? My time. Because he learns, Moshe means wherever you live. Wherever you live implies not only in Eretz Yisroel, Means he doesn't learn Mashvasechem means after the conquest and settling of the land. He learns Mashvasechem means wherever you dwell. Wherever you dwell means. In Chutzlaretz as well. So that's one way of learning, and according to that way of learning, the would be going l'chumra. Right? He's adding to the list of the Tanakhama. Right? Perhaps that the argument is the opposite. Is the Kula Pali. Maybe Rebbe is coming to be lenient. How's he come to be lenient? The Achikah This is how you learn the, 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 the Mishnah. Tanakama says, That Orla and Kalayim, we have Allah Moshmi Sinai, or it's a Divrei Seifrim, like Raj explained. And calls again Chadash. And he doesn't even bother mentioning Chadash. Chadash for sure is Chayev, Bein Ba'aretz, Bein Ba'chutz Why? Because he, Taka, learns Moshe means wherever you live. Since it says Moshe Vaseichem, there's not even a need to mention that Bechol Moshe Vaseichem means wherever you live. And then Bechadosh also, according to Tanakhama, is Bein Ba'aretz, Bein Ba'chutz Ba'aretz. Right? Because Komakashman Yeshim Mash, wherever you live. And on that comes Rabbi Lezis, I disagree with you. I agree with you with Orla and Kilayim, but I hold Chadash when it says Bechol Mosh Vaseichem, Taka means after the conquest. And therefore, Chadash only applies in Eretz Yisrael. After conquest and the settling in Eretz Yisrael, that's what it's meant. Ah, so then why did Rabbi Lezis use the word Af? Afa Chadash, usually Af means, he's not adding it to include it, he's adding it to the third, the, the opening statement, the first category, those things are only in Eretz Yisrael, where the Tanakhama held that Chadash was not included in the first category, he's coming to say Afa Chadash, Afa Chadash is also included in the first category, and this way he comes out being lenient against the Tanakhama and not being stringent against the Tanakhama. Everybody with me? So therefore, my Af Akamaisat on the first category, he's coming to add Chadash to the first category to the leniency, only in Ezra, not in Chutzlar. So that's the Shiloh that Nei Yeshiva raised, and Abaya is now going to try and answer from a Brisa to get clarification on what the Tanakhama, on what Rebbe Lezataka holds. So Toshiba, come and listen. To Amar Abaya, the, uh, the Abayah said as follows, 
He brought down man Tana the Bali Galadri Belezer. Who is this Tanakama? The Tanakama is nameless, right? No name there. Who is the Tanakama that ag- disagrees with Rebeliezer? And we're gonna see from the way Abaya clarifies who that Tanakama is, we will be able to be poshed our Shaila. How so? He says like this. He says, My timer. Uh, it's the Shita of Rabbi Yishmael. Now it happens to be, we're going to bring down a Machlokas Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva discussing the laws of the Nesachim, the, the, the libations that had to be brought. And Parsha Shlacha tells us when you bring a private carbon, an Ola or a Shlomim, there's certain libations that a person has to bring together with his private carbon. And there is a Machlokas when... At what time in history did these private libations kick in? Were they from the times of the Midbar or it only started 14 years in? Now, based on that machlokas, we're going to clarify, according to Abayi's bringing down, we're going to clarify who the Tanakama that argues with Rabbi Eliezer is. And once you've clarified that, then we'll have clear what the position of Rabbi Eliezer is to answer our Shaila, whether Rabbi Eliezer is going to Chumra or going to Kula. Everybody understand what we're doing here? Let's go. The son we learned in a brayso, the lamdecha that this din by nesachim, all right, it's to teach you shakol makom shenemar b'moishav that whenever you come across b'chol moshvay seichem, right, ena el el acha yerusha b'yeshiva. Dear Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel holds that is only after the land was conquered and divided. It wasn't when the Gilgal was the first fourteen years where they had the copper mizbeach that was from the midbar. It was in Gilgal. And then 14 years later, they moved to Shiloh. But those four, first 14 years, they were conquering and dividing the land. So he says, that's the, when you see the world, it doesn't apply until after those 14 years. And therefore, we're going to see Rabbi Yishmael's shita is that the Nesachim, the private libations that a person brought, only kicked in after 14 years. Because the first 14 years, by the way, they were able to do private private backyard bamas. They had their own misbeichos uh, they were allowed to bring. So clearly that, he says, cannot apply because he learns you're not allowed to bring it on your own. Uh, there's no dimness on your own private misbeach. So therefore, it only started 14 years later when they started bringing karbonas. But that's Rabbi Shmuel's shita. I'm a little bit of a key. said, you tell me anytime you see the word Moshvasechem, it means only after 14 years, which is another way of saying it only applies in Eretz Yisrael. It doesn't apply outside Yisrael. You know where it says Moshvasechem? Concerning the halacha, the, the mitzvah of Shabbos. Are you going to tell me Shabbos? They only started keeping Shabbos 14 years in and it only applies to Eretz Yisrael. So, Harei Shabbos, Shenemar Ba'Moshavos, Benoigas, Ben Ba'Aretz, Ben Ba'Chutz Lo'Aretz. So on that, Rabbi Yishmael pushed back and he says to Rabbi Akiva, no, no. Shabbos, even though you're right, it says, Bochomosh Mosechem, but there's a Kalva Chomer. The Kalva Chomer tells me that Shabbos has to be kept not only in Eretz Yisrael, but it has to be kept outside of Eretz Yisrael. What's a Kalva Chomer? He says, Kalva Chomer, Asya, that's through a Kalva Chomer, it's derived. Ma mitzvahs, Kalois, Nahagas, Bain, Baruch, Ben Chuzaris. If lighter mitzvahs, easier mitzvahs, less severe mitzvahs, you have to keep both in Eretz Yisrael and outside Eretz Yisrael. Then Shabbos, which is one of the most Chomer mitzvahs, Kalva Chomer, then what? Outside. Even though it says Moshe Vasechem, and you still have to keep it outside. Why say Moshe Vasechem? We'll see later on. But in Shabbos Chamira, Lo Kol Shekein. Now, that's the Machlokas by Nesachim. But what do you see Rabbi Shmuel holds? Rabbi Shmuel says that since it used the word Moshe Vasechem by Nesachim, that teaches us what? That it only started 14 years in, and it's a mitzvah that's only 
Yes. Uh, it's only it's in Eretz Yisrael, 14 years in. That's when it started. Now, if that's what Rabbi Shmuel holds, that's what Moshe Seichen means. Let's dial it back and go to back to our Mishnah because we're saying that the, that he's the Tanakam of our Mishnah. So that if he's the Tanakam of our Mishnah, so then it comes out as follows: Is that what would he hold? What would he hold about Chadash? Chadash. It says Moshe Seichen. So what would he hold? Only in Eretz which means Rabbi Eliezer, when he comes and says, Af Chadash, he's arguing with the Tanakhama. He's saying, no, I don't hold Chadash belongs in the first category. I belong, Chadash is one of the exceptions. It's a third exception to the rule, which means, therefore, Rabbi Shmuel is being machmir on the Tanakhama. That was the question. He's being making on the Tanakhama. Clearly, he's being machmir on the Tanakhama. And he holds that, that Chadash is another one of those things that apply both inside and outside Eretz Yisrael. So what it says like this. So therefore, mid Amar Rabbi, from the fact that Rabbi said, Mantan, the Balagal, who's the town that disagrees with Rabbi Shmuel? So Shmami no, Rabbi Lez, Lechumra Pali, clearly Rabbi Lez is coming to be Machmer, Shmami no. So therefore, and that's the answer. That's the answer. So therefore, we see that Rabbi, that, that Rabbi Lez's Shita is. The religion, Chadash is also outside Correct. And the Tanakhama held. Like, do we rule like that? Well, that's, that's the huge, huge debate. What do we do? Because now, the Chora, the one is going to, the, 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 the Mr. Brewer brings down and says, the post came over from the way back. The Chora, we should be keeping Chadash outside of Eretz Yisrael. The Blaz outside, so why don't we do it today? And there are Sfarim very Makbid. There are people that are very Makbid, even on Chadash outside of Yisrael. So that's a whole debate, and it's beyond the scope of this year. But anyway, the point is like this. What the Mora asks a question as follows. Mehti, let's see. Rabbi Shmuel, uh, when did Rabbi Shmuel say, because it says Moshe Vaseichem, that's a sign that it's only in Eretz Yisrael, because Moshe Vaseichem means that only 14 years after the conquest and the settling, right? He said it by Nesachim, right? By the libations. By the libations, it doesn't just say the word Moshe Vaseichem. It actually says, Kisavo el when you come into the land and you settle the land. So what the Mordechai is asking as follows. So therefore, you can't just take it as a rule. Every time it says the word Moshe Vaseichem, it means if he's learning from Nesachim, then look at what, what does it say by Nesachim. It doesn't just use the word Moshe Vaseichem. It says when you come into the land. Now, Chadash, by the way, it also says when you come into the land. So that wouldn't be problematic. But the Mordechai is just asking, it would seem that he's setting, we're, we're deriving from Rabbi Yishmael's words, like this rule, according to him, whenever it says Moshe Vaseichem, it means when you're in Eretz Yisrael 14 years in. But that's not true. If he's deriving it from Chadash, it doesn't just say the word Moshe Vaseichem. What does it say over there as well? Kisavol Ars, when you come into the land. So Moshe says like this, but you look at the Sachim, it says two things. It says, it says the word, right? It says when you enter into the land, and which is, and then Moshe have to conquer and settle it, right? So if anything, then you can learn a principle from Rabbi Yishmael, that this is what Rabbi Yishmael holds, but not just because it says the word, what do you have to learn from him? Wherever it says, so Moshe says like this, so you're right. The Mordechai says like this. That's what Rabbi Shmuel means. He didn't, doesn't mean just because it says the word Moshevaseichem. He says wherever you see the words Bia Moshevaseichem, Bia Moshevtzivbahu. I'm sorry. This is what Rabbi Shmuel is saying. Lelame to teach me that what do you learn from the Sochim? Shakal Malkam Shenemar Bia Moshe. We have those two concepts together. That it says entering into the land as well as settling the land, that's, that's the principle set forth by the Shmuel. Not because it just says the word Moshe by itself, but because it says the word Bia. The one says, then how are you going to understand Rabbi Kiva's question? What mitzvah did Rabbi Kiva ask from? 
He says, according to you, Eretz Moshe then it should come out Shabbos. Is only in Eretz Yisrael. What's Rabbi Shmuel? If that if Rabbi Kiva holds, Rabbi Shmuel holds when it says the word Bia and Moshe, then how's Rabbi Akiva asking on him from Shabbos? Shabbos it only says Moshe Sechem. It doesn't say you start keeping Shabbos when you enter the land, right? They don't have the problem, right? Someone says, "Iachi, I'm a lay Rabbi Akiva." Then why did Rabbi Akiva say to him, "I read Shabbos and never bought Shabbos"? Rabbi Akiva said to him that it's a Shabbos says Moshe Shabbos, but I'm a lay, and he had to answer Rabbi Akiva. Says, "No, Shabbos we know through a Kal Mari. Rabbi, he should answer Rabbi Akiva better. What should he answer? Shabbos is not a problem. Because it's true it says Moshavas by Shabbos, by Moshavasechem. But no, but forget about the Kalvachomer. It doesn't say, what doesn't it say by Shabbos? Kisavo Alar, it doesn't say entering the land. That's what Rabbi Shmuel should answer him. Okay. So says like this, Name Alei, we should say to him, Elabia o Moshev Kamino. That's what I'm only talking about when it says the words Bia and Moshev. Moshev says, you're right. That is actually what Rabbi Shmuel did answer of Yakiva. Rabbi Shmuel answered of Yakiva like this. You're misunderstanding. Didn't give the call you No, no, no. We'll get to that in a moment. He said, you misunderstood what I said. I didn't just say because it says Moshev that it means it starts when you're in Eretz Yisrael. I told that it has to say Bia and Moshev, which knocks out your question right away from... From the Shabbos. From Shabbos. Shabbos. Because Shabbos, it doesn't say Bia. So the He actually was asking him uh, two, he was pointing two problems with Rabbi Akiva's question. First of all, my principle is not based just on the word Moshav. It's Bia Umoshav Kamina. It's based on the fact that it has to say Bia Umoshav, which right away knocks out your question. But even according to your misunderstanding, your misunderstanding is I wasn't talking about what it says Bia, only when it says the Moshav, it still would not be problematic. Why? Because there's a Kavachomer telling you that you have to keep Shabbos outside of Eretz Yisrael as well. Even according to your misunderstanding that you thought that what I was saying is not because it says Bia in Moshav, just because it says Moshav, it's only in Eretz Yisrael. So what about Shabbos? Shabbos also would be Chayv outside Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because of the power of the Kalvachomer. It says Shabbos Kalvachomer, he. Okay. So basically, we're saying like this. We, be, we, we, we did answer our original Shiloh. Is that Rabbi Lezer in our mission is arguing the Tanakam, who happens to be Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel says, whenever it says the word, even it says uh, Bia and Moshev, it means in Eretz Yisrael, not outside Eretz Yisrael, which includes Chadash. And comes along Rabbi Lezer says, no. I hold that Chadash is a, uh, that, that applies outside of Eretz Yisrael as well. And we brought down a machlok between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yishmol to bring this, that the Rabbi Yishmol held the Sachim started only inside Eretz Yisrael 14 years in, and Rabbi Akiva disagreed with that. We'll see in a moment why. Rabbi Akiva held, and he says it can't be just based on the word Moshav, which was his misunderstanding, because then you want about Shabbos, and he answered two things. First of all, he answered it because it doesn't say Bia U Moshav, and even just because of the word Moshav, it still wouldn't be a reason to keep Shabbos only in Eretz Yisrael, not outside Eretz Yisrael, because there's a Kalvachomer. Now, the one who wants to know, but my comment, what are the fundamentals of the Machlokas over here? But what is the fundamentals? What is the basis for this machlokas? Why is it that Rabbi Akiva Taka uh, disagrees with Rabbi Shmuel? Rabbi Shmuel holds, it says, Kisavol, and then it talks about the Nesachim, so he learns that it's teaching you that 14 years in, only when you got, when you, when you get out, when you've divided up the land, only then, and you've established Mishkan Shiloh, only then, do you have to bring for private korbonos? Nesachim, but up till then not. And Rabbi Akiva disagrees. Rabbi Akiva actually learns that the Pasuk is actually telling you a leniency. The Pasuk is telling you is that when as soon as you come into Eretz Yisrael, 
right? You still continue bringing the Nesachim, even though in Gilgal you are allowed to do backyard uh, bombers. You're allowed to do private bombers. You still, on those, you're also going to bring Nesachim. What's the basis for this Machlokas? Let me explain outside first. The basis of the Machlokas starts a little earlier. The Shilas, what did they do for the 40 years that they were in the desert? Or the 38 years in the desert? What did they do then? So then they weren't allowed to do private backyard uh, bombers. They had the Mishkan that they had to go to. But they could bring private Korbanas. They could bring private Korbanas then. Did they have to bring the Sochim on the private Korbanas that they did in the Mishkan? Rabbi Yishmael learned they did not. The concept of Nesachim only started once they came into Israel. So he learns they never had Nesachim till now. And if anything, the Darga, the, 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 the Mishkan of Gilgal was even less than the Mishkan of Shiloh, because there that we could even do private things. They couldn't do. So Memela, the Schiv of Nesachim only started 14 years later. Rabbi Akiva held they were already bringing Nesachim in the Midbar. They're already bringing the Sochim in the Midbar. So what's the Pesach coming to tell me? That you can continue doing it even though in Gilgal you're able to bring private Karbonis on your private bomber, you can still continue your Nesachim. But it really starts from what happened in the Midbar. That's where the Machlokas is based upon. So let's see inside. So Bamak, the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says, What is the Machlokas actually? Where it says, Whether in the base, in the Midbar. Now, communal Karbonis always had Nesachim. It's the private Karbonis in the Midbar. The ones that they brought for yourself in the Mishkan are those that those require uh, Nesachim libations. Rabbi Shmuel Savar, They did not bring in the Midbar. They weren't bringing already. So this is coming to be Matir. The only Matir 14 years in. Rabbi Akiva Savar, they were already doing it. They were doing it during the Midbar. So what does it come to tell you? It's actually being Matir that they could continue doing it. Even in Gilgal, they could continue doing Nesachim. Okay. Says the more like this. So, we just said the Shita, the Tana Debei Rabbi Yishmol, the, the, the Shita of Rabbi Yishmol, we just said that Rabbi Yishmol's opinion is that if it says Moshvoseichem, and we tweaked it, and it says Bia associated with it, therefore what? Those are mitzvahs that are only in Eretz Yisrael, 14 years in. That's the way we explain the Shita of Rabbi Yishmol. So, it says the Gunas, Amr Abaya, Hai Tana Debei Rabbi Yishmol, the Tana... Of, uh, that we just explained, of, uh, the, from the base medrash, Rabbi Shmuel, who told us Rabbi Shmuel's opinion, Mapig Me'idach Tanadabe Rabbi Shmuel, actually is, uh, holds differently, is, has a different interpretation than another Tana who was explaining Rabbi Shmuel's sheet. That means there's a machlokas explaining the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. It means the way we just recorded Rabbi Shmuel is different than the version that he's about to give us right now according to this interpretation of Rabbi Shmuel. The Sana Debe Rabbi Shmuel because we learned a Tana from the base medrash Rabbi Shmuel explaining Rabbi Shmuel's opinion says like this He holds Hoel Venemru Bios Batorah Stam that in many mitzvahs it says Kisav Voel Aretz Stam, without mentioning the word Moshe In one of the cases it mentioned and it talks and it, and, and it explains clearly that it gives much more explanation and makes Moshe Moshe and it tells you that it's when you come into Eretz Yisrael and, and it explains uh, it says Moshe Moshe there as well so therefore and that's the case by the way by the Melech 
I think it's talking about the Melech over there. If I'm not mistaken, it's the Kurim of the Melech that's referring to. Um, so therefore, by the Melech, it says, the Melech, when you come into Eretz Yisrael, and you, uh, you, you, you have one of the things you do, you're going to establish for yourself a king. So therefore, since by one of the mitzvahs where it says, Kisavohu, uh, and it says, Moshvoseichem, and we learn it means in Eretz Yisrael, so therefore, all the other cases in the Torah, if it only says, Kisavohu, but it doesn't say Moshe Vosechem will take its lead that it means it doesn't mean right away when you come into the land it'll mean 14 years in because that becomes like the Binyanava the Mamat seems to all the other cases where it just says Kisavo even if it doesn't say the word Moshe Vosechem so what do you see according to this time of Moshe that 14 years in you don't need to have the word Moshe Vosechem all you need is the expression Kisavo which disagrees with the Rabbi Yishmael that we just had before because according to him in order to say 14 years in you need both expressions Kisavo and you need Bechol Moshe Vosechem so it says more like this so therefore, Hoyel the Nemru Bios Batorah Stam. There's not many of the mitzvahs in the Torah says Kisavo. Uparat Lachakos Bechad Man. And then by one of the cases, by the Melech, it explains Bechol Mashvaisei. It says Bechol Mashvaisechem. So therefore, Bechad Man, which is Laacha Yerusha Yeshiva, which meant over there, after you divided and you settled. So from there we learn that all other cases. If it just says Kisavo without anything else, it also means, like in the case of the king, which means after 14 years, after you divide and settle, it's the same thing. Now, uh, that explains, okay, anyway, that's the Tanah Debe Rabbi Shmuel, the second Tanah Rabbi Shmuel. Now, what is the, according to Rabbi Shmuel, the first Tanah Debe Rabbi Shmuel disagreed with that. Right? So why, why Taka does he not learn that you have a binyanav? Learn out that he's learned out from Melech that it doesn't happen right away. It only happens later on in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore you should say every time it says only Kisavo, you don't need to have the word Mosh Moshe <coughs> written as well. Why doesn't he agree with the second version of Rabbi Shmuel? He says, Because you have two mitzvahs in the Torah that you have Kisavo, and it also explains, it explains that it happens only 14 years later. So therefore, so therefore, since these are two, so therefore, these two are now exclusive, so you cannot learn out from them. That's why, according to the first version of Yishmael, the only time you learn that it's delayed 14 years in, you have to have both expressions Bia alone is not enough. You need Kisavo and you need Moshvosechem. Because next of Rabban Ke'echad ain't Melantin. I. Why does the second version of Rabbi Shmuel not hold that this is a problem of Shnei Suvet Abayin Why can he learn that you do learn it as a Mamatzin or as a Binyanav to all the other cases? What the second version of Shmuel holds is that it's Tzrichi. Remember, if you create a Tzricha between both mitzvahs that one could not have been learned from the other, then it becomes a Binyanav Abayin Shnei Suvet. Binyanav Shnei Suvet is Melamdin. You won't have a problem. So it says the Edoch Tzrichi, both of them are necessary. Why are they both necessary? The ekos of Rachmano. Because if the Torah would have just written Melech on its own, basically that the Melech, 
you have to conquer the land, divide it, and only then do you appoint the Melech, if it would have only written it there, below Kosa Bikurim, and it would have not have taught you that Bikurim has, specifically has the same Aloha, I would have thought, you know what, Haya Hava Mino, that Bikurim to come is honey. Since Bikurim, you start benefiting from the fruits of Eretz Yisrael right away, what would I have thought? That you have to start doing the mitzvah right away. Don't learn it out from Melech. So they have a alta right away. So you have to write specifically by Bikurim that it doesn't start right away. Ah, then just write it by Bikurim and why can't you learn out Melech from Bikurim? Because of Bikurim and it would have written it by Bikurim. Because of Melech and would not have learned it out by, written it by Melech. Why would you have not been able to learn out from Melech? Because what did they do right away when they came into Israel? They conquered. So you would think if you need to conquer the land it makes sense that what? You should have a Melech. So you have to, you would not be able to learn out delay it from Bikurim. The Svara would have said do it right away. That's why you have to write it both, delay both by Bikurim and by Melech and it's not Shnei Suvin and Malam and it's actually a binyan of a bami snake suvin that's srichi and it would be melamdin. Okay, so more is like this. So therefore, it's the e cause of bikurim, the low cause of melech, then hava amina, I would have said. Melech, the Darkai, Lichbaj, that the king, who is the Derech, is that he, he conquers. So then, La'alta, so right away you should appoint the king. So therefore, that's why, according to the second version, it's not, it, it is a Binyanav, and all you need is Bia, and you learn out from the Binyanav that, that it's, it's delayed, whatever it's Bia, you learn out from those two, that it's, uh, it, it's delayed only, wait for, uh, only, till, only later on did they do those mitzvahs. Now, what does the first version hold? He holds that it's not a tzrichasa. The first version holds that it's extra. And again, if one of them cannot, could have been learned out from the other, so then you're back to your point that therefore it's not snake suvin, uh, it's not a, a binyan abami snake suvin, it's actually the rule of snake suvin abayin ke'echad ein malamdin. He holds tzricha. He says, because he holds that the svara that melech is needed for conquest. The Melech is needed for conquest. That's the, the, that's the primary Svara. And if you see that even the Melech, which the logic would dictate, <coughs> that it still has to wait, so then for sure Bikurim or anything else would have had to wait. So therefore the fact that it wrote it twice, it's then it's Ein Malamdin. The Edoch. Nechtov Rachmana Melech. Write it by Melech. I don't need to write it by Bekurim. I would have said to myself, My Melech, the Gadarko, My Melech, the Lichboish, the Chabesh, it's still, it's only you still have to wait for them to have divided up and, 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 and conquered and divided. So Bekurim, like, so therefore it is extra. Okay. So Gemara says like this, that Svara, the, the other opinion, what about the other opinion? Where it says that Svara is not a good Svara. You're saying is the fact that if it would have written it by Melech, that should have covered it all. Why did I have to write it by Bikurim? So this Svara holds that the Svara of Hanar is lesser than the Svara of Dark Lichbash. We could hear, they need a king to be Lichbash, and still you have to wait, so therefore everything else you have to wait. So Mara, the other opinion says it's not true, because I'm going to show you that there are certain things that start right away. The mitzvah of Chalo. That you have to take five pounds of, of, of flour. That the of challah, the pasuk over there doesn't say kisavo. The pasuk over there says uh, 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 what Rashi brings down the uh, the lotion over there. It says uh, everybody agrees. It's bavachem. When you enter the land, you have to start taking challah. But the challah starts right away. You don't have to wait. So what do you see? You see that even though there's a case of melech that defers, 
even though logic you say right away, but not everything is like Melech. You see, Chal is different. If Chal is different, then it's possible that Bikurim would have been different. So you have to write Bikurim, and therefore it's, it's still considered to be a Tzri and therefore it still becomes a Binyanav, according to that version, for all the other cases. Tzmoyz is like this, Ve'idach, Ikos of Hachi, but if I only wrote Melech, and it wouldn't have wrote Bikurim, I would not have said Bikurim would have been learned from Melech. Hava Minim, I would have said that maybe Bikurim are like Chala, and therefore Kamash Malach, so you have to write it both. Okay, so we went back and forth as to the two versions of Yishmol, whether it's you need to have uh, uh, your Bia and Moshav, or just Bia alone is sufficient, because you have a Binyanav from the uh, two cases, fine. But Yimara wants to know, the Now that we said that if something is a Chovas Aguf, there's no Shiloh, if it's not Tolei Ba'aretz, then you have to do it outside of Eretz Yisrael, that nobody disagreed with. So then Moshav, the then why does it use the word why does it use the word Moshav by Shabbos especially if you hold that Moshav is an indication that means in Eretz Yisrael but my son anyway but you don't have to write that obviously even whatever the word Moshav means well, why write it all together Shabbos is a Chobos Aguf so I need a puzzle tell me why do I have to read a puzzle and say it's a Chobos Aguf Sumara says, it's the It's a fascinating svara. Because Salka died to Chamina, you would have thought to say, let me explain it outside. If you open up the, 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 the psukim, and you see where Shabbos is, uh, is situated, it's, it, it's the middle of the Yom Tobim. Parshas Emor, and it's written down right in the middle of that. Now, in order to trigger the Kedusha for the Yom Tovim, you need, uh, you need a Kiddush Basin. Based in have to determine the Kiddush HaChodesh, so you need the based in to make it Mekudosh. Right. So Lechora, you might have thought that there has to be the same thing by Shabbos. Is that the based in have to say it's Shabbos in order for Shabbos to have the Kedusha. Comes along the Pasuk B'chol Seichem and tells you that wherever you are, wherever you live, you create your own Shabbos. You're Mekadosh Shabbos yourself. You don't need a Kedusha's based in for that. That's why it says it. Let's see it inside. So Moran says like this. L'chayra. So why do you have to say the cause of Ragab Rechel Amali? It's the Rich. It's needed. Sal Kedai Dechamin, I would have thought to say. Hoyl Vinyana de Moadus Ksivo. That Shabbos is written by the rest of the Yomim Tovim. Tiboye Kiddush. Maybe you need to have Kiddush of the, of the Beisdin. Kimoadus like the Moados. Kamash Malan. There it comes to teach you that you don't need the Kiddush Beisdin to sanctify it. You, Kleistral, you can make your own Kiddush, but Shabbos is Kviva Kaimi. does it. If the Kedusha comes on its own, you don't need the basin to create the Kedusha Shabbos. All right. Moshe, the cause of Rahman Agaba, Chel of Adam. Very interesting that there's the prohibition of eating blood or eating the certain fats from the animal. Why do I have to say Moshe Vasechem? It's a Chovas Aguf. Chovas Aguf is Chayev. Why do you have to write Moshe Vasechem? Lama Li, why do you have to write it? It's the Rich, it's necessary. I mean, I would have thought to say, the Dine Chelev and Dam actually are written right in the middle of the Korbonus. In certain, the Chelev is the certain of the, it's tied to the Korbonus. So you might have thought that this prohibition only exists when there's Korbonus. So therefore, only when there's a carbon does it become oser. And it's a chel of adam. But when carbonists don't have the carbon bias, then maybe there's no prohibition. It's not totally in having a base amigdosh. Moshe of the Kozarach Managabe Matzah. 
In Yonah de Yaima. It says, Bechol Moshe Vaisechem Tarek Lamatzais. So why does it have to say, Moshe Vaisechem, it's a Chayva Saguf. Chayva Saguf, you don't, it's everywhere. Simwara says, why do I have to say it? So Lagabe, it says, Gabe Matzumar, why do I have to write it? Lama Li. Simwara says, it's the Rich. I would have thought, since it says, that you have to eat the matzah and maror with the carbon Pesach, so therefore, I would have thought, in only if you have a carbon Pesach, is there a din of Achilles matzah and maror, but if there is no carbon Pesach, so then maybe there's also no mitzvah of matzah and maror. Kamash Malan comes to teach me that there is. Beard because of Rachman Agabe Tfilin Abedachamor. It says Kisavol Ela Oretz. Why does it have to say Kisavol Oretz? A mitzvah Tuli Beguf. It's got nothing to do with coming into the land. So why does it have to say Kisavol Oretz by the mitzvah of Tfilin and Peter Chamor? Lamali, when it says, Ahumi Boyolei, look at this Sanya. That's the reason the Torah is teaching you something else. Like taught by the Beit of Shmol. What did Tanabe of Shmol teach us? Asem Mitzvah Zu. These two mitzvahs of Tfilin and Peter Chamor have a special Zgula that in order to get the Schus to go back to Eretz Yisrael, primarily Tfilin, you do Tfilin, and I guess Peter Chamor as well, if you do these mitzvahs, you have a special schus of going back to Eretz Yisrael. So I say mitzvah zu, that because of it, tekanes la'aretz, you'll get, you go into the land. And we'll stop over here.